Piedmont Park, Oakland Cemetery, Decatur Square, the Beltline Eastside Trail, Emory University, Athens, downtown Athens, Savannah, Forsyth Park. I have Grant Park, Virginia Highland, Kirkwood, Cabbage Town, and Little Five Points. These are more than just fun neighborhoods around Atlanta. They are scavenger hunts located in walkable areas around the city. Created by Jay Carlson, the adventures arrive artistically packaged as Clue Town books. Well, I have two umbrellas. One is what I call a full-length hunt, which will range between 60 to 90 minutes. And then I have what are called mini hunts. They are shorter in length. They'll take somewhere between 30 to 45 minutes. But the mini hunts are more neighborhood specific. So in those, you get a mix of residential and commercial areas. With From Atlanta, it's peach and prosperity. We tell stories of local founders building companies and ideas. We're a daughter and dad duo. I'm Julia. And I'm Jeff. On today's show, explore the coolest corners of Hotlanta. Walk around some of the most popular places and learn the stories behind what makes them great. Meet the game maker, Jay Carlson, and experience a mini hunt. Ready, set, let's go. The neat thing about Atlanta, and probably any city for that matter, is if you live in a place long enough, you see the changes that happen. And when that happens, then suddenly you become just by default a historian. You can tell people about, well, over here, for example, that was a recording studio that was behind Masquerade for a long time. There were lofts. Well, now, you know, they're going to be condos. But it's just one of those things that it's great when you have that, that information in your head. But I do think that when you live in a place long enough and you see the change, you are excited to show people that history somehow. So whenever I was de- designing the hunts originally, I would uh, be at a place, Piedmont Park, for example, places that I had been to dozens of times, but I had never stopped to really look at the things. And so I would take pictures and I just started reading the plaques that were there and got home. I, I put it all together on a map and it just, I don't know, it just, it sort of made sense to me about just showing the history. And there are plenty of places in Atlanta that deserve attention. So it just, it made a lot of sense to start here. Basically an online scavenger hunt where you'd go to one URL, you would solve a puzzle and the solution told you what URL to visit next. And then when you went there, there was another puzzle. So I just kind of took that, that framework and applied it to, to Piedmont Park. And it really was just a very simple concept where I just like making puzzles, like making games. And I wanted other people who felt that way to just have a, an alternative where they're not at a desk solving a puzzle, but they can be outdoors. With Clue Town, you definitely don't sit still. As a stay-at-home dad, Jay had been searching for a side hustle to launch. His passions and talents align with Clue Town. It's expanded in exciting directions that he never imagined. Where do I see it growing? I'm still amazed anybody purchases any of my hunts period. Like every, every time I go to a festival and somebody purchases something, I feel really grateful. And so I've been doing this for almost six years now. It's about five and a half, soon to be six years. And it's one of these things that I didn't anticipate I would still be doing it. So when I first started, I didn't have a vision as to what it it should become. I just honestly thought that the market was people like myself who just enjoy solving puzzles. I really didn't see the obvious, which is most people are purchasing it for date nights or for guests from out of town, things like team building events or a school field trip. After about a year or so, I would start going to festivals and people started telling me how they were using them. 
it was just one of those, well, duh, kind of moments where people were telling me how they used them, you know, say for date nights, and they would go out for dinner or drinks afterward. But that's sort of why I started doing the mini hunts, because they go through these commercial and residential areas where you have a, an opportunity to stop in for a bite to eat. Or Now that I've been doing mini hunts, I've started realizing that people, they just want a shared experience. As a solo entrepreneur, Jay has found a way to make a lot happen. He is the writer, designer, marketer, and more. I have no background with design. That's the interesting thing. I, I'm self-taught. If I see something that has a really nice design, I just sort of file it away in my head. And I think, well, that's something that maybe I can use later on. At least for my covers, I design them based on things that are striking to me. I sort of go for a mod approach. Feel simple is best where I just use simple shapes. I use as few colors as possible so I can communicate what the hunt is about in as little information as possible, but you still get the gist of the area. So for example, the Oakland Cemetery hunt, if you look at it, you'll just see a gray tombstone shape, like something you just look at and people instinctively know that's that's what you're going to get. It's definitely an area that I love showing people because you can walk past these monuments all the time, but you never stop to look at them. Going back to your question, I hope it's at least just a striking image that somebody picks up the book and We'll investigate further. We were drawn to Clue Town Books from a display at Citizen Supply, a customer experience that bridges the gap between creator and consumer. It's much more than a store in Pont City Market. They host events and workshops. We visited Jay at one of those activities where he was celebrating his most recent book release. From his energy and enthusiasm, it's clear that he enjoys connecting with his customers directly. He gets that chance when he visits to restock the shelves or is out and about in Atlanta. I do have bookstores that I sell at, Little Shop of Stories. I'm just now setting up a bookstore in Athens, Georgia called Avid. But I've been fortunate where um, I'm able to do what are called like artist maker shops and crafted local goods. So places like Beehive or um, Citizen Supply, which is the place where we're conducting this interview. But I've also been fortunate where I've been in coffee shops and I've been in toy stores. Store owners have been very generous with allowing Clutown to be sold there. I am at festivals. Inevitably, I'll see somebody completing the Oakland Cemetery hunt while I'm restocking. And that is just, it's really cool to see people using the product just like in the wild. <laughs> and there have been times where I'll go ahead of them because I know where they're going. So I'll go ahead of them and I'll just kind of hang out on a bench, for example. And then I'll see them eventually catch up to me. And it's just, it's really neat to like, just sort of be a fly on the wall in those situations. But I'm always amazed when I see them out in public, like people just solving naturally. It's just, it's, it's a really great feeling. Oakland Cemetery is the guy that we picked up for a future hunt. It's a fascinating destination filled with history and mystery. My bestseller? Without doubt, it is Oakland Cemetery. It's where a lot of notable Atlantans are buried. It's sort of split into four quadrants. In one quadrant, you have uh, what is uh, sort of a Civil War section. You have an African-American section. Uh, there's a Jewish section. And then the other quarter is sort of, again, what I just call notable Atlantans, where you'll find Mayor Jackson is buried or uh, Margaret Mitchell, for example. They treat it like a public park, but they have events there all the time. So it doesn't have that stigma of being a cemetery that has this creepy factor, but they, they do concerts there. They have festivals. They, they do all sorts of community-based events there. Just It's just a beautiful place to go. Jay's learned a lot from the past that impacts the present, including his approach to his business. Going to festivals and being at stores, you meet a lot of vendors, a lot of artists whose products are, are amazing. 
And I, I love that community. But you get to know these people and you see what works for them or doesn't work for them. There's a way that you can sort of test the waters and figure out what works and what doesn't. And so a lot of it is just talking to other people in the same situation as you. I design scavenger hunts, which is an, an odd niche to be in. Early on, I really thought I needed to diversify. There are many iconic locations in my books. Oakland Cemetery, for example, where I would take the design of the images I produced and just blow it up and mat it and frame it. So it would be like I'd sell scavenger hunts, but there would also be artwork you could buy as well. That tanked. And so that was like a lesson that I learned where it doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> I know what I'm good at. And I think I was experimenting in that a bust, understandably. And it was one of those things that at a festival, if you walk past a booth, if you see artwork, you know right away what that vendor does. They produce art, but they're not walking past it and saying, well, what are these books in addition to the art? So that's one of those things that I had to learn where, you know, you, you take a step back and just go back to basics. He has definitely perfected the hunt, even turning the store into a game experience. When we visited Jay at Citizen Supply, he created a thought-provoking and fun store-based hunt. I see this A has that in it, and that C has this in it. You're looking for one that's in the center. No, I think it's K. Look, I think it's like this. What the heck? Yeah, so for instance, this goes like... Julia had a little bit of trouble solving the puzzle, so it was a good thing I was there to help her. LOL. Yeah, sure, Dad. In just 15 minutes, we went from curious to confused to cheerful. Once we solved the puzzle, of course. After the scavenger hunt, we wondered, hmm, what location Jay might work on next? I have a list at home. It basically, it changes all the time. But in terms of locations, the next full-length hunt will be uh, Georgia Tech. And the next mini hunt will be Oakhurst, which I tend to design for places that are within a five-mile radius of my house. I feel like there's a lot in that area and that in town for anybody who's listening. I, I live in town. So I do want to go outside of, say, the perimeter, which I have. I've started doing regional areas like Athens and Savannah. I want to do places like Roswell and Marietta. Those are on my list. And I think I, I'll get to them in due time. So then I started thinking about, well, there are places everywhere, like people's homes that are untapped. And everybody has a birthday, for example, or most people celebrate, you know, your major holidays. And from there, I just, it, it just sort of snowballed into this idea where anything in my mind could sort of be turned into a puzzle or a game. Not, it just seems like a natural progression for me to go from city to home life. But originally, I thought I was going to move to other cities. And I do want to explore other metropolitan areas. Uh, but I, I kind of learned early on that I'm one person. It just take. I know how much time it takes to make one of these hunts. And for me to do every city, it's just, it's impossible. I can't do it. And so then when I started thinking about, well, then how do I get it to more people? It just seemed so obvious to me. Like that was an epiphany where it just, I was like, oh my gosh, everybody has these universalities where they do celebrate holidays. Most people, so I've been doing this for about five or six years and my next goal is in the next five or six is making it more of a, a universal product that people don't have to be exactly at Piedmont Park to, to use. They can be somewhere else. Along the way, Jay finds inspiration from other puzzle creators. I love doing the New York Times crossword puzzle when I can, especially Monday. I cannot do Sundays because they escalate, you know, in difficulty throughout the week. But um, no, I love those. Those have been great. Will Shorts, uh, the editor of Crossword Puzzle, he has been an inspiration because he has taught me a way to think differently about language and about how 
symmetry works. There's just, there's a lot to be learned from just even designing crossword puzzles, which I've done before. And it's one of those things that until you do it, it's sort of hard to articulate, but I enjoy crossword puzzles a great deal. I don't really play too many video games. I, I do play um, occasionally with my son. I'll play Mario Kart. Uh, I like board games a lot, uh, very much. Uh, I like Clue, which goes in line with my sort of mystery hunt approach. I like Monopoly, Trivial Pursuit. But for the most part, yeah, I'd say board games are popular with me, as are word games. If you've ever attempted a New York Times crossword puzzle, you can relate to the thrill of solving it. For Clue Town, it's not only the feeling that you get when you accomplish a puzzle, it's the experience along the way that matters most and the people you're solving it with. I hear a lot of stories. So because I go to festivals, I typically will see a customer again the following year. So if one year they buy the book, and the next year they come back and they'll, they'll tell me about their experience. But I've heard a lot of interesting <laughs> uses for Clue Town. I've heard of five different marriage proposals using it. That always floors me. I've heard a lot of pub crawls, bachelorette parties, for example. Probably the most touching was a woman who at the time was not an acquaintance or friend, but has since become a friend. She had purchased a book to complete with her mother who had cancer. And she had told me that it was an amazing experience because it let them spend time together. And it was one of the first times that they weren't thinking of the disease, could really just focus on spending time with each other. That one really touched me. That meant a lot. So look out for those people you see wandering around Atlanta. They may not be lost. They may be on a mission to solve a Clue Town hunt. By the way, the guides sell for $15 for a regular hunt and $8 for a mini hunt. They also come with a cute little pencil for your puzzle-solving needs. They're available online at cluetownbooks.com or at about 13 Atlanta locations, from the High Museum of Art to Paris on Ponce. Check the website for details. And stay tuned later this year for our audio adventures when we visit Oakland Cemetery. Thanks for listening to Peach and Prosperity. We'd love it if you give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share what you've heard with your friends and family.